Welcome everybody to another edition of Horror Movie News. Today we had, or this past week, we had the trailer for The Nun drop. As well as we got some a new look at the new suit of a Predator, which is a, one of three different uh, looks for it. And also Jordan Peele wants to create a certain uh, movie for The House of the Mouse. He wants to create a certain movie for Disney. So stick around to find out what that movie is. And I just got one question for you all. Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? It's horror movie news! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Sid, don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create excitement. Uh-oh. I like your little... Psychos oh, thank you, Steve. Yeah. Perfect, perfect Yay. timing right there. Ah, never gets old. Right? <laughs> so empowering. <laughs> Welcome everyone to Right? Welcome everyone to Horror Movie News. Uh, I'm your host, Anthony Becerra, and to my left I have. Hey, how's it going? Carrie Lane here. Hey guys, I'm Oliver Drennan. And uh, right on. So yeah, so let's uh we got we got a lot of stuff to cover, so let's get right into it. So where to find us? So pretty much at youtube.com slash popcorn talk network. If you are tuning in live, that's where you find us, that's where you chat with us. We got Carrie on the chat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Alright, and we, yeah, so uh, go ahead and uh, chat away and we'll bring you up here and there. Um, also, we have a Twitter page. Follow us at Horror News PTN if you like Twitter and you're into that. And, um, or of course, our, our actual websites uh, at thepopcorntalknetwork.com. And last but not least, we have uh, the Apple Podcast. If you guys listen to uh, a podcast on iPhones and whatnot, so that's the best way to reach us at Horror Movie News. Just type that in, look for this little thumbnail in the background, and uh, you'll find it. And please leave a five star rating and tell us anything, really. Uh, also, all the other stars don't work. I, I, yeah. Apparently you get hexed if you try to go yeah. lower than five don't stars. Mess with that, then. Yeah. yeah, you Ew. don't. Yeah. Ah. Oh, you know what's good. You know what that means, people. Whew. Run for your life. And with <laughs> very quietly. <laughs> right on the set. And with that, let's get into our first segment. Let's start it off with the abyss. So pretty much what films we've been watching. Um, uh, I. Have you guys watched anything? <laughs> I didn't ask you guys. Um, no. I'll take it away then. All right. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's one of those. It's been a busy week. Keeping this segment alive here. <laughs> the one and only. I went to the, my library though to look for a bunch of horror movies, and they weren't there. So I'm like, fine. I guess I'm gonna actually use Hulu and Amazon or Netflix, which you know is much more from. convenient than it leaving is. your house and going to a library. But I was there anyways, and I got Attack on Titan. The next oh, set of manga, nice. which that's, that's horror. horror. That's I horror. haven't read them yet, but I got uh, Allowed. those. <laughs> they actually put them in a separate section because it's not in the young adult section because it's too violent. So it's like, yeah. Right on. All right, let's sure. Let's toss in some anime yes. horror up in here. Yeah. So that, that's a great series. I really appreciate. It. I really like the first season. Also, the way that the, like the giants oh, move, like, like it's so uncanny. Like that part. Every time I so see him run towards them, it's it's disturbing. It's Ugh. uncanny. Ugh, it gives I, me the creeps. If you haven't read the manga, I do highly recommend it. Because the manga and the anime are actually very similar, but sometimes where a scene ends, the manga has a little bit more, right. which is kind of cool. Like, oh, cool, this is what happened after so and so left. Exactly. Which is it's one of those maybe watch then read or vice versa, mm-hmm. yeah. and maybe not right after because you'd be like, hmm, I know exactly what's happening. I'm so For behind. Sure. I'm so behind. In, I know like, I'm... the Attack on Titan. Well, season three is coming out and is premiering at Anime Expo, so that's a news yeah. thing. Right on. Yes. So uh, I happened to watch The Witch this morning. Mm. Back in it came out in 2015. Um, it was one of the uh, the films that's kind of like 
part of this, um, I, I would say, like, a renaissance of, like, you know, these art house horror films. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was The Babadook that came out in 2014, which really, like, started. That's when kind of, like, mm. you start seeing more. Uh, but, yeah, I found this. You can f- actually watch this on Amazon. If you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it and stream it right then and there. Um, it was written and directed by Robert Eggers. And this is this was, like, his first uh, feature-length film. And it was, bless you. Bless you. And it was released from uh, A24 as well. And, yeah, there you go. There's Black Phillip right there on the oh. cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, synopsis is a family in, in 1630s in New England is torn apart by the forces of witchcraft, black magic, and possession. And it stars Anna Taylor-Joy, mm-hmm. um, which I be- I feel like is becoming a modern-day like horror icon, really. Absolutely. I mean, she's been in Marrowbone, which is a, a gothic uh, drama horror film, which I still need to watch. I need to rent that on Amazon. You can rent that on Amazon, by the way. Um, Split, which I believe might be on Amazon Prime as well, which was James McAvoy and Taylor Joy, so and that's splice. I'm like, nope, no, that's one. that's Adrian Brody banging yeah. a, 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 a alien, alien creature. Yes. Yeah, she's been in Morgan too. Have you seen Morgan? And Morgan, yeah, which is a, it's like a sci-fi thriller sort of because she's an AI, right? Yeah. She plays yeah. an AI in that, yeah. Which I want to see too because just because like I'm becoming it's more a of a fan. Watch. I recommend it. Yeah, she's also uh, up when it it eventually released mm-hmm. New Mutants yes. which is our first horror like superhero Super uh, Marvel excited. film Woo! coming from Fox which I really appreciate and um well I guess not our, like our first but I guess I don't know Blade I forgot who did Blade but anyways um first one in a long time <laughs> and also Glass she's coming out in Glass which is the third the, the, yeah. the part of the third installment of the uh I guess the Unbreakable trilogy that it is yeah. now um, yeah, and also stars Ralph Ennison and Kate Dickey as a mother and father. Um, overall, watch, I, I've only seen it twice. I, this is my second time. I, I believe I saw it first time in, in theaters. But um, it still holds up for me. I mean, it, I, I still really enjoy it. It's not, like, super scary, but it's it's a very cool uh, story it tells. Very interesting um, how things go down. How... Um, how things happen, you're not like, and you're not sure if like, wait, did that really just happen? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, yeah, yeah. That, that that happened, and you're like, okay, well, life goes on. <laughs> was <laughs> right. it any scarier, or how less scary was it? And then, did you notice anything differently seeing it again? I noticed that it relies more on tone and also um, dropping little like seeds. With the dialogues of care, mm-hmm. it's it's very like dialogue heavy, mm-hmm. and so uh, you really have to listen for like those those certain um, words that are dropped. Where you're just like, oh, okay, so this is because she said this. This is gonna like entail cr- create this like little storyline, yeah. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I really yeah I really enjoy it. Um, it's definitely worth the watch. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Even just like the opening, which I don't want to spoil it, but it really just like kind of slaps you in the face. It's like, oh, wow, that just happened. It, did this really happen? Is this really actually like, are, yeah. there, are there witches? And there's like mm-hmm. even like this, this, um, it's just a film that I won't, I don't want to spoil it for you, but because I definitely recommend I you watching it. it's on Netflix right now. Because I think it's on my queue. It's oh. on one of the. I know, I know Prime has it for okay, sure. Then yeah. maybe it's on that yeah. queue. But yeah, it's just kind of like it really makes you think and theorize did this really happen? Are there mm. really witches? Or is it all in their head? Yeah. That's what I kind of okay. interpreted it as. All right, moving on. Let's uh, head into the crypt. So this segment is pretty much uh, films that we uh, would like to recommend to everyone here at the panel and also whoever's watching. So yeah, um, so I'm going like really, really back, back. This this film was released in 19, back. yeah, but it's released in 1920, 
And nice. one of the reasons I wanted to bring it is it's called The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Um, mm. It's also found on Amazon Prime right now. Um, nice. It's it's been featured in almost every like I read a lot of uh, horror history books mm-hmm. and especially a horror history film like for film. And this is one of the like earliest uh, horror films that it's it's always mentioned. Uh, this is like like usually number one or two is like here Doctor the Cabinet of Doctor Caligari. Like you have to watch this kind of like you know it's kind of like a like hey you're into horror we'll watch this thing and uh, it's it's. Uh, it's definitely a seminal classic. Um, synopsis is a hypnotist. Dr. Caligari uses a symbolist, uh, Cesari, uh, to commit murders. And pretty much it's, 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 it's a German film. It's in black and white. It's mm-hmm. a, a silent film. Um, but the visuals are still very beautiful. Like uh, the, the sets, they painted the shadows on the sets because they didn't have enough. Uh, I believe it was they couldn't use the lighting. Mm. Or they didn't have enough power to really like use a lot. There's like a nice whole story behind it. There. I forgot about it. But yeah. <laughs> what no, was that? During the last 13 nerve shattering minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. So those listening, there's a sign on the poster. No one permitted out or in during the last 13 <laughs> nerve shattering minutes. That's hilarious. That's very funny. Yeah. Um,. And yeah, it's 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 it also has a pretty good story, and it's it's early. It's one of the earliest like horror films made, and the set design is like incredible. Uh, just watching it, just looking at it is is really mesmerizing. Um, couple, oh, I was gonna say a couple years ago uh, in North Hollywood, they actually did a play of it. Oh, cool! And like painted sets and everything. That'd be it's really cool. Yeah, if you could find a play of that, you should definitely go check it out. Um, so some like little cons, I guess. If you're not, if you're like more new age and you're not really into it, like it is in black and white. It is mm-hmm. a silent film. If you're laying down, you might fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've, I've fallen asleep so many times during Metropolis, and I finally was able to finish that movie. It's, it's so slow. long. It's it's, <laughs> it's so, slow paced. But anyway, that's a, that's an, that's yeah. another movie. But overall, I really enjoyed it. Um, especially if you're an active watcher. If you're like like you have to really be sitting down up straight up yeah. up straight. Um and it's it's part of horror horror film history. You should definitely check it out if you didn't know about it. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, if you can find like one of those black and white pictures, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, it's up there with like Nosferatu, mm-hmm. Hakusan, and like the 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 Golem is another one um, that I would recommend. Those are you got to be patient with these. Like these are so, older films, so the the, yeah. the 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 pacing is a lot slower with them. Yeah. Well, that's funny that you mentioned that because so much horror movies today are kind of like a kicking route of the slow burn. So yeah. it's like mm-hmm. it shouldn't even be that bad to like watch these older films because yeah. so much today is like we see the slow burn. So right. Shouldn't be that big of a problem. Right. <laughs> Unless you don't like reading or something. Unless you just like... need the slashers. Just like everyone just hacking and slashing. But anyway. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Thank God that I was done. I'm tired of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh you guys have anything yeah well it's a show but since it's all out you can binge watch it and i hey. think i might have mentioned it before but i was talking with someone the other day about it and since it's like summer pretty much uh dead of summer it was a freeform <laughs> show it was actually oh, really good um have you guys seen it no. no no yeah it's one of those i feel really went under the radar with a lot of people it came out two years ago uh it is in, the, in 1989, school is out for the summer. When Camp Stillwater's dark ancient mythology awakens, what was supposed to be a summer of fun soon turns into uh, one of unforgettable scares and evil at every turn. And they have some pretty big name actors in it, too. There's Elizabeth <laughs> Mitchell, 
Oh, yeah, the logo. It's that cool totally picture. got my attention. So if you're listening, it's just legs hanging out of a tire swing at a lake. And then we also had um, Alberto Frieza come into the show. And uh, when we did the after show here, I was looking for it. Uh, right Tony Todd, the Candyman, Ooh, is in cool. it, too. Yeah. So it's really cool because it kind of has a little bit of slasher, a little bit of ghost, a little bit... Mystery, probably. Mystery, and it's kind of... It's set in the 80s, so a little bit nice. like time period yeah. vibe. And yeah, it's just like something happened a while ago, and mm. now these kids are back at summer camp, and... The payoff at the end is actually really good, too, because it's not one of those, like, oh, how do you wrap it up? It's actually really, the overall, I think, turns out really well, and these kids are all really fun and enjoyable to watch. Nice. Right on. Yeah. I've never heard of this show. Yeah, me Yeah, either. I feel it totally is went this, under people's radar. Has it only been one season? Or? They only had Two. one. Oh, okay. Yeah. They didn't get a Canceled second. Or... Yeah. yeah. I feel like they could, like, pick it up and exactly. have, like, a new group of Exactly, that's what we're anybody, and you could do a different time, uh, mm-hmm. this location, because the idea is this happened in 89, and something happened to, like, the camp counselors, her age, when she was young, something happened. So it's like, oh, let's go back a little bit further and do, like, the 60s when she was a kid. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they... Definitely check that one out. I don't know where you can watch all of it, but mm-hmm. it's all out. I mean, it was on Freeform, maybe Hulu or Amazon, something like that, but okay. Dead of Summer. Dead of Summer, yeah. Summer's right around the corner, yeah. Yes. Right on. Ollie, do you have you uh, it? Mine this week is Unfriended. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Have you guys ever seen Unfriended? No, I have not, not but I'm familiar with it, yeah. Um, yeah. But basically, uh, in a nutshell, it's about these kids who are all on like a Skype uh, group call, and they end up getting like this uh, mysterious, anonymous Ooh. guest who ends up like being like kind of... Uh, pretending to be this girl who actually committed suicide because mm, she was mm-hmm. cyberbullied. So they're like, oh my gosh, is this really her? But um, they end up being like killed off one by one. Ooh. And I think this like horror film, it, it's produced by Blumhouse, mm-hmm. and I think it kind of speaks on you know bullying today because that is so prevalent for yeah. sure in social media and just, just all over the internet. And I think there's, you're not going to be killed over the internet, clearly. Like, mm-hmm. But there are consequences, you know, and you mm-hmm. have to just... Don't bully. Bullying is so bad. But I think it's a lot of fun. You may not like it, but I think it's a really entertaining film. And the reason why this is, like, my film for the week is because the sequel to it, it's not, like, a direct sequel, but it's, like, a standalone sequel. The Dark Web. The Dark, Dark, the Dark Web. The Dark dark (laughs) Web just dropped, and it looks really fun. It's it's not about cyberbullying. It's actually about the Dark Web, where you're kind of, like... There's like illegal trading, the oh, black market, and these, yeah. this new group of kids get into like some crazy shiz. So, so I'm excited. Uh, oh wait, you haven't? It's not out yet, right? The no. sequel's not out. Okay, yet, but I'm, it premiered I'm, at South by Southwest this got year. Got it. And Unfriended was actually released in 2014, which yeah. is around that time of where like people were being more aware of like yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, and that's funny. And also, the dark web is like a whole. It, it, there's actual stories, mm-hmm. um, or like creepy. Good. There's like creepy pastas out there about the dark web of how people go into mm. the dark web and like they will actually have people like hack into their computer. Mm-hmm. Well, there's there's stories. I don't know if they're true or not, but like there's there's been sto- oh. like really neat like stories that have come about like the dark web mm-hmm. and like the the mythos behind yeah. that and everything. Yeah. And one last thing before we move on, I just really like this concept of kind of like this found footage on like skyping because mm-hmm. it's even like we talked about it last week with searching with mm-hmm. Deborah. Yeah. Like this is this new format. I like it. It sounds like it can get it can get old, but I feel like you can do a lot with it. Yeah. It's very versatile. Just as long as you're doing like incorporating new. Uh, Things into the mix. Yeah. Yeah. I, I look forward to this and searching as well. 
when it comes out, look for a character named Kelly. I know that actress. Her name is Chelsea Alden. I was like, my friend's in that movie. We're in the same <laughs> acting class together. And oh, I was nice. like, I'm pretty sure she posted about that. Uh, and that makes me think of, uh, I still don't have any information on it, but the horror movie I worked on followed is all like uh, YouTube video footage. Mm. Oh. Kind of found footage style. Oh, cool. Right on. Kind of like VHS in a sense? little bit yeah like someone's okay. watching the files and when they have information when that's out i'll let you all know yeah i was about to say yeah, I'm, I'm sure like, you'll, I'm share. I'm I'm sure you'll let us yeah. know all right um now i'd like to take the time to uh have a little a uh, little service announcement for our, for our little <laughs> our little podcast here so pretty much if you're listening wherever you are listening to us um you know rate us on that platform any way you can on wherever you're listening to us but like if you are listening to us on itunes please give us uh give us those five stars and rate and subscribe to our podcast and it will be you'll pretty much get new episodes updated every weekly into your phone so you can just see it once we drop and upload and which i believe is like around tomorrow midday um is when they go up yeah so just like you know you get some cool stuff you'll you'll hear us and we really appreciate the feedback and like it lets us know that hey keep doing this otherwise like why are we doing this um because we love horror i know we do love horror though (laughs) we just want people to hear our passion Mm -hmm. um also if you're listening and watching us on youtube please give us those thumbs up and uh, leave a comment down below because that's always awesome to see some action um i saw some comments last week and i tried to reply to all Mm -hmm. of them i believe i did there was like three of them um yeah some guy was asking about uh what, what we thought about the resident evil 2 remake oh, uh looks so i was good. just like i flexed my forearms and i just started writing i was like Ugh. that's a whole nother show <laughs> i know right like that's 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 something else but like <laughs> we are here for it <laughs> no, wait. next year next year and i finally started playing resident evil 7 i know finally. i know you let me borrow that like a couple Get weeks ago yeah it's i so played good. i played for an hour and i was too stressed out and I had to turn it off but are you playing it with VR? No, because okay. I, I almost, like, puke. You don't need it. Like, no, no, you don't need it. But, but I'm just like, yeah. I got, like, the, ask Steve. Like, I got, like, the cold sweats, like, less than 10 minutes in. I'm like, I'm going to throw up. Oh, Tony, Tony, Tony. I know. Uh, I can't do it. I don't want to do that again. You got to. Yeah. Uh, is there any, anyone anyone in the live chat yeah, right now? Yeah, uh, we have Shiny311. Hey, because as, I'm shiny. <laughs> as well as Westy Kid, which hey. Is, hey, uh, has a comment Westy about Kid. the Nun trailer when we get to that. Classic Westy Kid. Thanks for tuning in, buddy. Nice to see your name again. All right, so let's get into some news now with our 30 minutes in. So uh, first off, this dropped uh, last week as well, I believe. It was uh, Ewan McGregor cast for Doctor Doctor Sleep, which is the sequel to Stephen King book The Shining. So they're oh, making Yeah, he's the adult version of the kid. Of Danny yeah. Torrance. Yeah. So the the book was the book was uh released in 2013. So just now it's being made into a film. Um so yeah, he's going to be playing the older version of Danny Torrance, which I think is great. Um I really like Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. Um he can really play the like he he has like that dark side of him. Mm-hmm. Um I think you can really see it in um well, like it's like the dark torturous side of him, but like I just remember always thinking back to Train Spotting when he is. If you haven't seen that movie, it's it's a film about heroin and addiction, and his character is addicted to heroin, and he tries to get off heroin, and like how he goes through the like that mentality of like trying to be. Ugh, it's just really unnerving to watch him uh, struggle with like wanting to be on heroin, but like also wanting to sober up. So it's it, it's cool. I, I like where this is going. Um, and it's being directed by Mike Flanagan, which I think is great because he's done Gerald's Game, he's done Hush, mm. and he's done Before I Wake and Oculus, which have all really been regarded as like really great horror films. Um, 
And we have an official synopsis, which I found to be pretty interesting. So it goes, Dr. Sleep takes place years after the events at the Overlook Hotel and focuses on the now middle-aged Danny, who is still traumatized. He follows in his father's footsteps, has problems with anger management and alcoholism. He soon gives up, gives up drinking and settles in a small town in New Hampshire. While there, his psychic abilities start to uh, pre-surface. And he and we dis, we develop a psychic link. Oh no, sorry, let me reread that. So, so his uh, his ability starts to resurface, and he develops a psychic link with a twelve year old girl named Abra Stone, Abracadabra, oh, right. uh, <laughs> who he must save after he discovers her life is threatened by, which is I thought this part was really interesting, a tribe of paranormals, a tribe of paranormals, hmm. and I'm like, interesting. Is what it gonna be like some mean? psychic like fighting, um, led by a man named. Rose the Hat. Who? This sounds also, like I mean, a weird name. I mean, a never, anime. This sounds, sounds no, like an anime. no. It sounds like a crazy fan fiction. But like, yeah. no, no disrespect to Mr. King. But like, that's just the, what it sounded like in the synopsis. I'm, like, I'm this sure this is the weird stuff we all wanted to put in our stories. I didn't right. even know there was a sequel. He wrote a sequel to. Yeah, it, it was just it just came out like four years. Uh, huh. so, Interesting. So, wait, what, 2014? Yeah, four years ago. No, 2013. That's mm. five years ago. Yeah, math. I don't know math. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, like I, I think this is interesting because if it's a, it's if it's a group of a tribe of paranormals, mm-hmm. like what if they can make him see things mm-hmm. in the real world? So it'd be like a lot of trippy imagery of him just, uh, just trying to. What's de- real? Yeah, no, just trying to yeah. to deter him off their track. Yeah. Of like you know saving this girl. So mm-hmm. I mean, it could be fun. I'm down for it. Sure. I like Amy McGregor. I'd watch it. Yeah, same. And also, I mean, The Shining, it's a Shining sequel. So it's like The Shining is one of the, Stanley Kubrick, it's one of the greatest horror films of all time as well. well in my, at least in my opinion, by one of the the most amazing directors of any time, really. <laughs> um, I, I highly regard uh, Kubrick to be one of the one of the best there ever was, really. Um, but that's just me, you know. Go ahead and <laughs> comment down below on that one. Um, but yeah, so moving on to our next one, we get we actually got some pictures, y'all. I'm sorry Yay! for your uh, for you uh, podcast listeners, you're gonna uh, miss out. But you can go look them up, you know. Just type in uh, gold. So pretty <laughs> gold suit for uh, for predator. Hmm. But yeah, pretty much um, there's there's more than one type of predator in the new uh, Shane's Black's new Predator movie mm-hmm. being released later this year. And they showed off one of them here at Cine Europe 2018 that took place in Barcelona recently. And yeah, if it's up, there's a picture and it's a, uh, a black and gold plated uh, armor for the Predator. Wow. It looks pretty G. I would say it's mm-hmm. like the gold standard. <laughs> yeah. Ayo, um, yeah, and we got a little quote that says, this particular design is one of three different we know will be in the film. So there's, there's, there's two. Exactly, uh-huh. right? There's also like a behemoth like predator that we've oh, seen wow. it's like he's larger than the well, most of them too, yeah because yeah. wow. they're already big as is but there's like uh-huh. a bigger yeah. one so i'm like oh cool wow. so i just thought it was a fun little like picks and just like oh cool new armor yeah. for the predator and uh, just don't forget september 14th is when the new film will be released all right on to our next thing um good old brundlefly is uh, is in the news uh, uh, if you guys don't, uh, pretty much the fly. Um, Jeff Goldblum's the fly. It was a remake of a, of another, uh, like the original was. I don't know. I'm guessing somewhere in the fifties. Um, I believe it was in black. Yeah, if you can find that out. Double check. Yeah, it's definitely a remake. But it, yeah, uh, the Jeff. Uh, it was directed by David Cronenberg, and I mean, you guys know the fly, right? Yeah. If you're not, if you haven't, go watch the fly. But it's pretty, pretty. Nineteen fifty eight. 
Yeah, so that was the original, and then if you can look up the, the most new... The... Well, there was 1986, and there was a Fly 2 in 89. Right, but let's not think about that one. Yeah. <laughs> Those sequels, they just get brushed under the rug. 2015? What was that? No, There's so one the, called The Fly in 2015. Yeah, so the the one with Jeff Goldblum yeah, was actually 1986, and that was the one that was directed by mm-hmm. David Cronenberg. And so in a phone interview promoting Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, uh, Jeff Goldblum actually had this to say. I don't think my character would be involved because, of course, I got tragically... Uh, he's talking again on The Fly. He got tra- I got tragically mutated with The Fly and then the machine. Oh, boy. Uh, but maybe I show up as a grandchild of the original Seth, Seth Brundle, or Seth Brundle has had a brother, had a brother that emerged in some ways. Who knows? I don't know. But if David Cronenberg was David, Cron- but I know David Cronenberg was a thrill to work with. Boy, if he was involved, I'd like to work with him again. I'll tell you that. I was like, okay, that's interesting. So I mean, because I was thinking about it the other day, I was like, why don't you just remake the Fly or make another Fly movie? And I think people would, because like you know, people are like just eating that shit up with nostalgia and everything. Mm-hmm. People love nostalgia. They don't want they they. I'm guessing people don't want to live in the times we are right now, and they want to live back to the time where they thought they were happy. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, I would say bank on that, make it happen. Um. People, are, he, Jeff Goldblum sounded like some weird emer- reemergence of him. Mainly because of Jurassic World, which... People you... honestly won't shut up about Jeff Goldblum. Honestly? Like, that... like no disrespect to him, but, like, People stop. love him. I know, he's awesome, but, like, but like quit. Do... Me, yeah. Stop. Like, please stop. I don't get it either. You're making me not like, not like him, but just not like his, like... His repertoire film? I guess like, so. Uh, yeah. Like, it's just, like, quit hyping me up. Stop yeah. it. Like, I hate it when people do that just because it is a certain person. I don't know. It Listen, makes sense in my head, but, this... like... When I when I want when I want an apartment, you know, people, that's when he'll become relevant in yeah, my life again. People, <laughs> stop, please. I mean, yeah. he's. I mean, I don't know. I haven't really seen that many films with him. I do know that he had The Fly. He had Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. I'm not he's sure in what like else. Like everything too. Like he's also he's in Infinity. Well, he's oh yeah, he's a grandmaster. He's in the MCU. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, yeah, I, I don't get it, but I don't really care. He's Whatever. becoming Jennifer Lawrence. No, I'm kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I, love Jay, I, I love Jennifer Lawrence, too. But. Shade. <laughs> I'm feeling shady today. Whoa. Anyways, moving Drink on. your tea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so just, uh, we got some two bigger stories here. So first one that uh, really, again, with that whole nostalgia train. Choo-choo. Um, Jordan Peele wants to make a Gargoyles film for yes! the House de Mouse. Yes. Uh, so just oh a little, yeah. Gosh. So he wants to make a film adaptation of the Gargoyles. It, so if you guys don't, never heard I about mean, the gar- Gargoyles before. The Disney Gargoyles? Yeah, yes, the animated. The yeah. Oh my, oh my gosh, I'd be so excited. Well, okay, because if they made Hellboy, it's a similar-ish body to like Goliath that I'm like, yeah, it's just how you would get the wings to look good and not look stupid. Right. But like, if we could get someone to look good as Hellboy, I don't feel that's that far off to make somebody look like the different uh, gargoyles, gargoyles that they have. Yeah, because right. yeah. none of them have like such a bizarre shape that it would be. There are just some. I really hope it's practical. No, yeah, that, yeah. that it'd have to be the only way. Well, there's like I don't the, oh the dog. That Unless they make it an a whole, like an animated film, which mm. uh, I mean, I guess <laughs> why not? Um, but yeah, so the television series aired in uh, between '94 to '97 and only and had three seasons. Um, they don't have all of them on DVD yet either. It's, it's wow. centered on ancient gargoyles who became New York's nighttime protectors. 
And uh, apparently there is some hesitation from Disney. Um, I'm thinking it's possibly because they think it's too much of a risk. Hmm. Um, but also who, like, they don't want to turn it on. Like, why would you want to turn it on? Like, that's a pretty great idea. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, like, series that kind of just gets swept under, like, yeah. people kind of forget about it. And so it's, it's mentioned, you're like, oh, yeah, Gargoyles. I remember growing, like, I remember, like, very fuzzy memories yeah. of gargoyles. I just had that reaction when you mentioned it. I was like, wait, what? I was born in 93. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I have a gargoyles t-shirt. I have season one and season two, <laughs> the first half, because they didn't release second half of season two. Wow. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, and also, and also, like, who would want to say no to Jordan and, Peele? Who would want to say no to Jordan yeah. Peele? It's actually a very, like, you know, the, intelligent I, show, too. It's a show, like, as a kid, it was one of the first shows that dealt with gun violence, too. Because, like, I, one of the gargoyles has a gun and one of the humans gets shot accidentally because he's like, doesn't oh know God. what he's doing. And, like, they teach you about that. Uh, they also have Shakespeare because they have a character that's essentially Puck. And so they Oh, cool. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I remember I would watch this with my grandma. Oh. And she loved this show. She nice. was, I was, like, so surprised when she told me, like, she was just like, oh, no, really? I really like this show. Yeah. So, like, I feel like just by looking at it, you wouldn't guess mm-hmm. that, like, it's so palatable. But yeah. it is. Right but on. I do want that PG-13 reading if there's... So. Oh, at least, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no PG-13. It's, it wouldn't be R. They're, they never got no. that violent. No. no. But there's fighting, yeah. I can imagine, like, the same vein as, like, um, like Paranorman or, like... Uh, what was that other? I think Hellboy. Right around that, like it's fantasy, magical realism. Like it is kind of grounded in the world. Well, wasn't it Hellboy? World. Was that rated R? PG thirteen. PG thirteen. Oh, okay. Maybe the first one. Sure. Yeah, because see, I look at remember. them. Most of them look like normalish people. The dogs. Normalish people that got in the right. Like what? No, yeah, yeah, I get you. That I'd be like, oh, please make it. Oh real yeah, they're people they're structured. Yeah, yeah, they're like humanoids do... in a sense. Please don't They're just do made all of stone, CGI. right? Yeah. Uh, they turn to stone in the daytime. In the daytime, yeah. Yes. Like the hunchback. They hunchback. technically oh, okay. can't fly; they glide. Mm. They're, it's not falling. It's no, it's yes. not flying. It's falling yes. with style. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, let's move on to uh, so the, new, the nun trailer drop. We're not going to show the trailer because uh, it just doesn't work with the audio, really. Um, and uh, but let's talk about it though. We do have a couple comments from the chat on the nun. Westy kid says the nun teaser was disappointing. Hey. It said at the start, <laughs> watch to the end, but nothing exciting happened. You're at my the boy because <laughs> I feel the exact same way. I'm like, ah. And then whack uh, <laughs> W <laughs> with a capital W. Sorry, uh, I don't know if this means they're excited, but Derek Hogan says the nun actually comes out on my birthday. I'm always excited when a movie comes oh. out on my birthday. Happy nun to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Happy I, nun day. I felt it was fine. Uh, I did like there's a sequence where there's a scare that kind of doesn't come exactly how you think it. So it's like, the ending. Okay. The, the ending part. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a letdown. Nothing shocking, but I was like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that this, I don't think it was a character that deserved a spinoff. What, when did I it... want to see the Crooked Man spin-off. Right? Dude, I'm more excited about the Crooked Man. Like, if he if that's going to make happen. None is just more Dude, that weird. was so freaky. Yeah. I am. I, I, yeah. One, one, one highlight I am excited about is seeing uh, Demian uh, Bichette in, in this film. He looks like a central character along with uh, Taisa Farmiga. Um, mm. and so, yeah, like, I, I like that actor, so I'm mm-hmm. going to, like, see what's good, especially, like, he's Mexican, so, like, you got to support. That's, that's really my only, like, driving force for, like, I'm like, okay, I guess I'm into this. Like, otherwise, I'd be like, Ugh. Um, I'd still watch it, but I'd just be like, <laughs> the whole time. Really? Matinee. Yeah, also, like, yeah, not yeah. spend I too much. Like it's just going to be, like, you, you know, it's, like, an okay film. That's what I'm predicting. It's, it's going to be very yeah. predictable, and I just, like, 
I feel like we're getting too many origin stories. Like it's like this is like the origin to the origin. Like literally, <laughs> they said it in the trailer. Like before Annabelle, before The Conjuring, this happened. Well, it just takes and place. Just like, it takes place before everything in there in that universe. Yeah. That universe that they set up. But sometimes you know? I just want to, which is ridiculous. I want to expand a... the universe like forward rather than backwards. Yeah, That'd to be... to things such as the Crooked Man that I'm yeah. actually yes. interested in and freaked out by. The Nun, not so much. The Nun mm. had like a really cool part in The Conjuring. I forget two, two or three. We're like the painting. Wait, there's, two. Wait, there's three. <laughs> there's three. Okay, wait. I was like, I, I, conjurings? No, I think there's two? only two, two. conjurings. Okay, well, yeah. she was in the conjuring second too. One. Yeah, she yeah. was in the, the second with the yeah. picture, and that was creepy. But I didn't yes. need a actual nun film personally. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, personally uh, either. Yeah, the, that even Annabelle, I didn't love either. I liked Conjuring. The first one was great. I think the second one's almost better because you got more weird monsters essentially, or yeah. supernatural monsters. Annabelle, there was some of it that was cool, but it was like. I didn't love it, and mm. then that's why none. I'm like, mm. but Crooked Man was scary in the movie. Yeah, I didn't he was think the so Annabelle creepy. doll was that scary. Yeah, I was okay with the, yeah. those two movies. I was like, um, but nonetheless, I appreciate that they mm-hmm. created this universe yeah. of horror movies. I'm just like, all right, and I'm down. They're for still it. going strong. We, yeah, we might be blown away. We might be eating our words when it that's comes. Out. Yeah, exactly. So I you would know, like I to. hope so. Yeah. yeah, that's what I want. You're all pleased. Yeah, make me eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Make me eat my one like that. Well, Westy Kid in the chat says Conjuring Two was a true story. Um, uh, well, I believe it was like I'm putting air quotes. Those listening, well, documented some... information, and they're generally based on, inspired by, because um, some of it you can never really know. Yeah, I remember there's some controversy about something. I can't remember. I don't know if it was for the rights or for, if it was at, like actual things because they were like uh, they were like de de hoaxed or whatever yeah. that they weren't actually like psychics. Or I'm not uh, sure. Don't quote me on that though. Derek Hogan says the nun character is supposed to be the main antagonist of the Conjuring universe. Meh. Uh, I'm a little disappointed if that's true. And Westy Kid says um, she's definitely agrees that she's definitely scary. I don't know. I, I think she's creepy, but I would say scary. Is scary. Yeah. Like if you look at her long enough, you'd be like, Ugh. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> which is kind of like what the what the what the trailer implies yeah. when it's like that long shot of her, and then the lights turn off, and she gets even scarier, and you're like, oh okay. Maybe like it creeps she... me out, sure, but like. Yeah. It doesn't get me like excited at like this next movie I'm gonna start talking yeah. about, which I'm still excited about. Take it away, please. So hereditary. <laughs> Back at it again. I'm gonna keep beating this dead dead horse and I'm gonna cut the never mind, I'm not gonna get it. That was a little too visceral. Oh uh, uh, yeah, so uh, apparently uh, in a in a in a way to uh switch up the marketing for hereditary, uh A twenty four has decided to release a new trailer for hereditary. Which is interesting. So go ahead and roll that trailer. We're gonna talk a little bit over it, but this is, in my opinion, a, a cool, a really great move. Why would I wanna say something so I could watch you sneer at me? I don't <laughs> sneer at you. Oh, honey, you don't. Oh, sweetie, you don't have to get your point across. I love it. So it actually, it actually exemplifies Tony Collette's performance. And there is no quotes of it saying that it's the most scariest movie ever, or saying that it's even scarier than Exorcist. It focuses more on her performance, which is really the crux of the film, because she is just so phenomenal in this movie. And always so annoyed. Nobody admits anything they did. And the movie, the movie, the movie, the 
her performance alone is worth watching the movie. Mm-hmm. That would have been a much better marketing. Show. Yes, I know. Much better I'm with glad, the tone of what it actually like, is. I feel like they kind of did that well with her. They kind of sort promoted of. her as like. No, but yeah. again, they were like so scary. But it, and then it makes still, you yeah. think. I feel like they, yeah, a they did. Type of horror. I feel yeah. like they did that. They were like, yeah, it's the scariest film of all time. Oh, and also Tony Collette is like, this is like her. No, it's yeah. like, no, Tony Collette is terrifying. It was a second. Second thought. Yeah. Well, and then that's kind of how you said too, or how we talked about is it's more of this about this family which that's what the trailer's more about exactly uh, yeah. which is the movie's more about this family and how they're dysfunctional and falling apart yeah it's a family drama first and then it's a horror movie second okay. yeah mm-hmm. yeah well go new marketing team yep and so last week we ran out of time um so with our with our time left um i don't know if if we can get possibly more time if not it's, it's fine but yeah so we're gonna get into hereditary and we're gonna go full-on spoilers because last week we didn't do any spoilers and we ran out of time so we're gonna just go with straight spoilers if you guys have yet seen have yet to spoiler see this movie alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. why are you scared bro why are you scared bro jump scared oh hell payment yeah, so if you haven't seen the movie, I guess um, tune out now. I mean, you it's know. Tune out for a few weeks. Exactly. But yeah, just to do a quick, um, I checked the box office this mm. previous Sunday, mm-hmm. and it was at $27 million. And it was, I believe, the budget was uh, $10 million. So it's Go still them. making money. Making their money. And it's still, it's, still, it's still their best release for A24. Thank goodness, because I really love that studio. I love what's coming out from there and I always I, love little ones that they're not huge well yeah they're getting these smaller films out there which is great yeah like Get Out was yeah. like one of them also uh, it, it, com- it Comes at Night was another yeah. one um, oh Green Room which I personally yeah. love yeah. oh my god I even tweeted about it earlier on, that, on our page <laughs> I'm starting to do that more like do it, yeah, yeah I, love, I just love tweeting like, like random things I also tweeted about Black Flailup and everything since well, I saw it is a witch. horror Twitter page so yeah. I know so I can just unload <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm getting better at Twitter guys so stay <laughs> Stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, so yeah, our review. So um, we're not gonna go over the characters. We already know the characters. Um, I want to go into spoiler. I want to go into like first off highlights about the movie. What you think of it? Mm-hmm. I-, I listed some. I can go down the list if you guys would want me. If you guys want me to. Um, for me, some highlights were the overall sense of dread that the film establishes. Like in right in the opening shot, you know something's amiss. Mm-hmm. You know that this this is a tragedy. Like this film is is like a like a tragic yeah. Greek Greek play. Um, also, the anxiety anxiety that the film is able to induce early on, like especially after um, expe- after Charlie loses her head, yeah. there's like there's a gripping sense that I felt in the theater that was like within yeah. me that didn't didn't like unleash like snap until the, almost the very end, um, which I really appreciated that and like I love that a movie could do that to me like just like grab me and just be like like the whole time I'm just like okay. <laughs> And um, it doesn't rely on jump scares, although there are like about two yeah. jump scares, That's and they're fine. still like elegantly played out, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and they filmed a film that's so purpose is to really mess with people's minds, and and it achieves it so well. Like I'm paraphrasing, but like Ari Aster said, I have so much darkness in me that I want other people to witness and feel as well. And I just thought that was so powerful. And he, like per, for me at least, or a lot of people and critics, like he achieved that. Like that, he's able to like to to have you feel what he's been feeling throughout his whole life, and there's like this certain darkness. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh. <sighs> it's so take good. Take a breath. Yeah. What were some highlights for you guys? Well, definitely the feeling of dread and the anxiety after like 
Charlie got killed because she had she was going into anaphylactic shock after having the peanuts. And there that's another example of like there's so many seeds that were planted for you. That was yeah. a giant bad. red flag though. That like, one it was there was that. They they showed the telephone pole, they showed I w- the symbol. Yeah. I would that give was you, good. I would give you the, the, the peanut whole one peanut was a one. Yeah, obvious. exactly. I, Did you remember the EpiPen? No, do you have the EpiPen? But like, no, does that is, have peanuts? Is, and you're is. just like... All right, first off, no, I that's not think, how it goes down. I didn't think that yeah. was that bad. Like, is there peanuts Honestly, in that? It's, it was. It's pretty... It's pretty... It's it plays, she's at the party and they're cutting up the nuts. It, I'm like, she's going to eat it. Yeah. I didn't think no, about I mean, that. I really didn't think about... Maybe I'm just like a very like... I don't know. Stupid. I honestly didn't stupid, know what they were... I honestly, I honestly didn't know what they were cutting up. Um, and I that know. when I first saw it, to be honest, no, because I wasn't, sh- I, couldn't, I wasn't sure what it was. I was like, "What is it?" Um, but Stephen next to me was like, "It's peanuts. They're allergy." And I'm like, "Got well, it's it." Any kind of nuts? It could I was be like, "Thanks, Stephen." No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, but like, let me, yeah, let, me anyway. let me come back to like, I, I say it's fair. Sure, I'll give you it's fair, but like, it's still, the telephone pole one is a good one. Like it's that, still, I it's still was a surprise. not bad. Like how how it plays out is like she sees someone touching her grandma's lips. And she mm-hmm. finds that curious, and then she takes out a, a chocolate bar, and then she eats a chocolate bar, does, and then like, and then the, the father comes out, I was like, "Hey, come here!" Like, does that have any nuts in it? And like, and she's like, "No." I was like, "All right, cool." And then Tony Collette comes out, like, 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 does it have nuts? Uh, we don't have the EpiPen. I was like, "No, it's it's cool." Which means they're horrible parents that they go anywhere without an EpiPen. But if I they honestly, have a child that's gonna die. I honestly didn't think it was that, it was that bad because I didn't think that her character Charlie was going to die in the film. The way that the film was like presented, like it didn't seem like the character of Charlie was gonna die. So right? I didn't think it was gonna be. Maybe she would have gone after. Uh, on a, uh, I can't even say it. And a maybe she would have. Yeah, been allergic, had an allergic reaction. But I really just going into the film, I wasn't expecting Millie Shapiro's character to die. Right. So that's why I don't have a problem with that particular like seat that was planted. Um, but yeah, I just I remember in my experience in the theater watching it when that scene happened. You felt the dread of the son's Peter. Peter, his his um just his his dread. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. And, and like it, his... it was silent in the theater when that happened for yeah. me at least. No, yeah, same. I mean, like I saw, I've seen it twice now, and it's like with that whole. I the second time again, I saw it on a third. What was it like a? I forgot when it was like eleven thirty in the morning on a weekday, and I was like, I need to watch this movie, and I got out, and I just I like, want to watch it again too, dude. I want to watch it for a third time, <laughs> one for Millie, one for Annie, one for the the grandma. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pay my respects. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but um, uh, yeah, like that 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 close up of his face and like him going into yeah. shock and him, you you feel it and you see it, him coming to the realization and you feel his like. All right, there's nothing I can do. Yeah, and he just rides off, and then it cuts to the the wide shot of the car that slowly just like he, he like slowly takes his brake off, his head mm-hmm. like his foot's like like uh, it's just like shaking slowly, taking yeah. his foot off the gas pedal. I'm like, <laughs> it's like what's gonna it's happen? Heartbreaking, next? Like, dude. What, how is it's he gonna so get out of heartbreaking. this? Heartbreaking. And then you just hear the screams of terror and hor- and then horror from Tony. The shot of him like fall- like the shot of his room that's open, and then and then how like it crosses off to his face. And like his like the windows on his forehead. I don't know. I just I just thought it was really beautiful looking, and I don't know if that means anything as in like a look into his eye, a window into his head as like what mm-hmm. he's thinking, you know. But like he did not sleep that whole night. He was no. waiting for that moment to where she's found, mm-hmm. and and then the grizzly picked the shot of uh, Charlie's like severed head. At, that was... During the screaming, huh? Yeah, yeah. 
that's that's something that people like were just like, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to get that out of my head. I'm like, yeah, I agree. It's a it's a really grisly, it's a gris, it's a very visceral scene, and it's well lit, and it just fuck, it just holds it up to your face, and he's just like, look at it, like, <laughs> there's nothing you can do to escape this. Look at it, and you're just like, oh god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she's like, thirteen, thirteen yeah. <laughs> like year old's head just right there on the floor being eaten by ants. <sighs> Crazy. Carrie's just silent. Because I feel almost none of this. Um, no, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, any iTunes listeners, I'm making lots of faces. Um, no, uh, the only part of Dread I had was I did enjoy the beginning and like how they filmed that coming in. Oh, with the I, uh, whole, The kind the, of slow the and the house. house. Yeah. I wanted more with the dollhouses because mm-hmm. I almost felt that was foreshadowing. I'm like, oh, can we get more with that? Which we don't. Um, I, I did love the part. I didn't. I knew something was going wrong when they're go- when he was driving. I'm like, oh, it's a- it just was like, oh, it's just gonna suck. I didn't like her at all, so I didn't really care. Okay, I don't Charlie. Or Tar- I didn't care or- about her, so then I was like, I wasn't as devastated when she died. Mm-hmm. But it was like, oh, that sucks. Like yeah. just one of those like, oh. just like as a humanistic perspective. Yeah, anybody, like, Fuck, like, she lost oh. her daughter. Like, yeah, that's and then crazy. how he's in the car and like doesn't even want to look was great because it's know. like. Like that whole like when he's like uh, when you see like it's like a POV and he's slowly he's moves to like the, the windshield. Wind yeah, right. He's like, no, uh, yeah, what do I do? And there's nothing you can do. Right. And so going home, and I did. I also felt dread once he lays down and waiting for his mom because you're just like, oh, oh shit. I know. Um, and then like her freaking out was great. The otherwise, I didn't feel anything about it was super visceral or suspenseful. I felt this family, I just kind of was watching them. I didn't really care about them. I didn't mm-hmm. feel it enough to make me draw in. I felt bad for her because I'm like, oh, that sensation of like, you're telling the truth or your truth and nobody's really believing you and how frustrating that is. So I felt yeah. for her in that. And I think her acting was like, mm-hmm. again, 120%, mm-hmm. like over the top. It was in a good way. Like she was committed. So that was great. Uh, but I, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, but I like yeah. that other people feel that, like, ah, oh, like how you're describing it, but I was just like. Yeah, the, the, like, what I, what I keep running around in circles in my head is, like, did I really care about this family or didn't I? Like, I'm not sure mm-hmm. if I really care. Like, but I don't think it mattered if I cared or not, because, like, the way it's shot, it's just, like, you're an outsider. Really well. Like, you, yeah. you're not, I don't think you're supposed to care about these people. Yeah. Or well, in these terms pe- of if shit happens to them, you should kind of care, because well, otherwise like, when it happens, you're like. Oh, darn. But no, but like uh, when it happens, it's, well, I guess for me, it's just like you're just a witness to this yeah. horrific thing. Mm-hmm. And like even like even if you it should appeal to like just your humanistic side of you, like if you have empathy and, and sympathy for like other human beings, just watching this go down in front of you is horrible. It's like it's 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 literally a family that's slowly killing themselves. I mm-hmm. wanted the dad to take the son and leave. Oh so, yeah! I'm like, dude, dude, that come was on. so that that talk when they had that talk on the phone. Like, I like, I have a son to take care of, yeah. like Annie, mm-hmm. and, and then that like, doesn't and then, happen. And, and I was like, bummed oh. with that. Uh, what was he? I I will say I feel bad though that the son Peter his crying was almost comedic. Honestly, I loved his crying. It, it worked. For <laughs> and I'm like, oh, like our audience started to laugh because it sounded. I mean, I get that he. Like, he physically looked, like, upset, which was great, but the actual sound of it almost sounded comedic. And so you're like, okay, focus. He's being yeah. serious right now. For me, it felt so real. Mm-hmm. It felt so, um, it's, like, so, his, it's, like, it hysterical. Was kinda, yeah. It was, like, an ugly, hysterical Yeah. Cry. That's yeah. kind of how I took it It's, out. like, it's, not, no shame, just, like, yeah. fuck, like, this is raw. Not like, I, out, yeah, you know, like, yeah. 
But oh my god! And then when he screams when he gets his face bashed in was mm-hmm. so that incredible. Was good. That was really good. Oh my! And then the, and then seeing like the other kids like once they cuts back to like him behind and he's still screaming. Even the kids are just like they're like Yo, not sure what to do. Yeah. Like that freaks me out. I was like, oh. <laughs> like, uh, Wesley kid in the chat says, "I always care for the people in horror movies. I want to care for yeah. them. Yeah. Or you need to root for somebody. Like in Don't Breathe, I cared more about that old man <laughs> a little bit compared to the kids because I'm like, oh, you kids are morons." That's funny. I don't know. No, for me, I, I didn't care for that I, old man. That old man to, was evil. Oh, until honest, you learn all the yeah, other stuff he does. But I was like, these kids are so stupid. For me, to be honest, like I, I've given that up. Like it, when I go into movies, I don't be like, all right, who's my hero? Who do I care? No, it's you just have to it, exactly. And that's like, I for me, like I just gave that up a long time ago. That's why, like, I was able to see this so like objectively mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. But if you don't care, you don't care what happens to them. Like you should care about the people and what happens to them because it has a greater effect on you. Because if you're you're like I don't care about you. Oh, they died. Well, yeah, I don't really care. I didn't care about them. But that's interesting you know? that we're it's, bringing this up because like usually I don't hate it when everyone dies in horror films. But I still like really did love this mm-hmm. movie. But I think I what I love about this movie was not like a com like a conglomeration of things. Like I love mm-hmm. the acting. I love the story. I love the lore mm-hmm. and how like I love the dollhouse like metaphor. Like this outside force. Like they they're doomed basically because yeah. of the mom. And just how, you know, we had Charlie and Peter being just, like, trying to be, like, overtaken by the grandma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the grandma got into Charlie. She got into... Because Charlie was kind of like this vessel of payment. Payment, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how payment Charlie was, is payment, yeah. 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 And payment was finally released. And, like, I, it just, like, was crazy that I, I don't have a problem with everyone dying because I just fell in love with just everything about yeah the i guess me too like i don't i didn't really find myself caring like about these characters i was I just kind of d- like i feel like it was I more d- just I like let's care. see what I- yeah i cared about the characters but i didn't care that they died yeah okay i mean well then okay question time a couple things where i was like eh. i wasn't just like oh no she um, died i was just like oh my god she died <laughs> yeah it was like you know that like why did different the- value sorry yeah why did the husband burn and not her uh because he was not he was not necessary for anything at all um, because he was not important to the overall. So why kill him then? Because that's that was the moment that it was needed to finally break Annie. Okay. And um and it was a red herring. It was it was it was it was for like the audience too. Like we thought Annie was gonna go up in flame. She it's was ready supposed, to sacrifice. It's herself. supposed to be this redemptive moment for her. She yeah. finally tells her for the first time in the film, "I love you. You're the love of my life." Mm-hmm. Do this for me. Throw that book yeah. in there, please. I need you to do it. I know you don't trust me. I don't. You don't believe me. But do this. So if he had done it, would he be in okay, or would it still? No, he would have still gone up. Okay, he would have still gone up. And then because Annie is needed. Does she do the head saw thing just to traumatize Peter so that he would do what he does? On top of that, uh, payment needed to be released from Annie's body so she could find, so he could be transferred into Peter. Yeah. So the head. So because, Charlie's head cut off made it released then. Yeah. Okay. So um, I don't know if that's like a, a, a symbolic thing where they, the yeah. heads have to roll, but like there well, is the grandma's heads off too. Exactly. I, I'm I'm still okay. like trying to wrap my head around Charlie's that one head. as well. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't get that, but like it's also in in a weird sense like a a a, a reversed uh, tr- uh what is it a holy trinity sure. because it's the mm-hmm. it's the grandma the, the daughter mom. and the and the granddaughter and the granddaughter yeah um, and then um, I don't know what what why they had their heads have to roll, but like yeah she she. <laughs> 
he I guess he likes having heads roll. Um, but yeah, that <laughs> was like buy it's a release. That's yeah, fine. and that was like one of the last straws for Peter to like really just finally break. Sure. And then that's when he flies if we out. Make him go out the window. Yeah, which I thought was great too, because like if you notice, once he's on the ground, you see the shadow le- a shadow go wash over him and leave him, and mm-hmm. that's two things. So that shadow is like symbolic of him leaving his, like his body, his soul leaving his body. On top of that, it's it's Annie's body, headless body, floating over him. And that's not when, Annie, but well, like the dead, bo- the dead body of Annie, though. Yeah, when she soldered, that's her head floating. That's Heyman, then. No, I mean it's. I know it's Heyman, but it's Annie's Heyman. body. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's controlling the body. Oh yes, when she floats outside. Yes. Exactly. So going up the things and everything. Yeah. And um, I was talking to a friend earlier, and she said that she found that part comedic, and I was just like, "That's interesting." Uh, our audience found it comedic too. And it I was, was like, "Kind be- of." It was can, because of the when, music and because uh, of everything that we. No, because it's so bizarre and out of nowhere that you're no, like, "No, no, what? no, no!" Like, think also about- when she crawled on the side of the wall, people laughed too. Oh, that was fucking great! I don't know why that's, that's funny, but um, um, no, like it was a climax of the film at the very end so like it, there's a lot of things hitting us right away at the very end right until finally peter gets out and drops and then when he slowly like mm-hmm. looks and i guess it is still silent but it's a in a sense it's a certain the the film finally lets us breathe for a bit when he finally falls out of the, the yeah yeah and so people are just like and the next thing you know there's like the headless bias are like oh ha, like you know that's why i could see like it's fair to say that's comedic because of how like gripped you were right before that and then the film finds like all right now you can breathe there you go and i was just like dang and then the, the music too starts and it's all very whimsical but it's like a weird twisted whimsicality to it and so he finally like goes up into like the treehouse mm-hmm. and then that's when you hear like the demonic choir the, like oh like you you know like i was just like ah. Everything about it, I just love. Also, another little Easter egg, or not Easter, but a little thing to heart that I didn't catch the first time. Um, when it when it does a, you know, she creates a model of the accident. Yeah. And she yes. creates a little head, and she's like painting yes. the head with blood and everything. And then it cuts back to that scene, that that rep, that model later on in the film, and it's like it's a it's it's like vertical. You see it like like here's the thing, mm-hmm. and then you sh- the shots like going over it like this, mm-hmm. and the head is missing. The the girl's head is missing mm. in that second shot. Which, like, symbolizes that they got the head and they put it on that, like, weird thing at the end. I was just like, oh. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Nice. Was there anything confusing about the film for you guys? Other than the book, the book would be, like, was a little confusing for me. Also, like, the head sawing was a little confusing for me. Like, I don't know why decapitation is so prominent. Yeah, you're, I wouldn't say they're confused. It's not like you're sitting there going, I'm confused. You just don't see what the purpose was. So it's a little bit more like, why did we have that? Mm-hmm. So I, I would say confusion is more like you're like, I really don't understand what's going on. But it's more like the movie didn't explain it enough, so then you're like, okay. Oh, that's funny. I have I had people say like they spoon fed us everything at the end of the film. I was just like, oh. I, think, I, I I wanted the end to save it for me, and it didn't. So then I'm like, oh, that's I think the way just you're watching going. it and kind of unpacking everything that you just watched and kind of like reading yeah. and researching everything, it makes a lot more sense. So I really don't have much confusion going off of the film. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like at all like yeah. mad yeah. or anything. Yeah, I really loved like stitching the the little like. I don't know the little like bread comes left with like within the yeah. before and then leading up to like going what to it, Jones. Oh, yeah, my, looks like my mom made that. Or yeah, something. like Jones Jonesies. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The problem with that though, this is one of those the meta ness of it. That lady plays Aunt Lydia in Handmaid's Tale and yeah. is a bad character. So oh I immediately God. was like, "I don't trust you." I didn't. Yeah. Even You're realize, bad. I didn't even realize. Yeah, that. I was. Funny. I was like, I, I'm not well well versed in Andowism. <laughs> so, but apparently she always plays like a a secret cult leader. <laughs> Or some shit. I'm like, it's okay. hard sometimes going into movies when they do cast someone who always plays a villain, and yeah. then you're like, 
Well, they're going to be the best. Yeah, guys. even I so had. It's nice when they try not to do. Even that. I was a little like, I mean, okay, she she, there's something nice. weird with her. Yeah, she was nice, too so. nice. And also, if you realize, also the people who were in that health, like, that group, or the people who were like yeah. the naked, the naked people. The, yeah, yeah, I was just like, just like straight up Rosemary's Baby style. Like, <laughs> see, that I, one I did really like. Oh yeah, I mean it's a classic. Yes. Well now, and this will this is gonna be a classic. Quote me on that. Come at me. <laughs> this is a freaking <laughs> masterpiece of a film, and I love it. Um, and I want to. I'm wanted, glad you feel that way. I, I'm glad too. I'm, I'm so <laughs> no, obsessed with fun. this film. No, it's fun. It's oh great when people do feel enthusiastic about a movie for sure. It's just definitely one of those like if you don't feel that way out there, don't. It's worry. okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Um, I'll do my best to try. I'd to rather be excited too. about a movie. Um, or even love it or hate it. Because I was a little bit more like, meh. Yeah. All right, I'm going to end it on on this quote, which I think was great. And this comes from Brad Miska from Bloody Disgusting. And he goes, box office aside, this was like after the first week, box office aside, the widespread reception of Hereditary represents a frustrating moment to be a horror fan, as it may be sending the wrong message to Hollywood. The cinema score, word of mouth, and potential drop at the box office in the weeks to come are going to allow studio executives to say to creatives, see, people don't want movies like Hereditary. And that's fucked up. They're all mm. reactive, which is why the success of New Line Cinema's It's has ignited a new wave of budget of big budget genre films, which is like horror. Uh, we can we can only hope, no, pray that A twenty four doesn't get deterred and continues to su- support and take chances on special films like Hereditary, like The Witch, Green Room, and many others. And we can also only hope that other studios don't either. And I just think that's like a little glimpse of hope, you know, yeah. just like yeah. <sighs> yeah. All right. Uh, definitely we... rooting for those underdogs, smaller mm-hmm. companies. I hope they keep making. I'm glad that it's definitely a film that's not like your regular Hollywood one, and so I applaud it for that. And I hope we get more films like, right, like in that sense of being creative and different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely like an, an, an anti-Hollywood film. Um, yeah, I had a trailer for you guys, but we don't have time to show it. But definitely check it out. It's coming out this Friday on VOD. It's called Ghostland. So look up Ghostland on YouTube because you are if you're live, you're already here. So just go check that out. It's only a couple minutes. Um, but yeah, it's from the director of Martyrs, uh, Pascal Langue. And yeah, check that out. And last but not least, fan shout out. Fan shout out to Derek Hogan, Katsune Kun, and Jay Silver. I replied to all your comments. Thank you so much for commenting after uh, the fact that we're all done and stuff. And with that, that concludes our show, everybody. So, uh, Ollie, put yourself over. Hey, guys. I'm Oliver Drennan. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. Check me out on Thursdays on the After Show for Cloak and Dagger. And check me out on Sundays for RuPaul's Drag Race After Show on AfterBuzz TV. hey And my name's Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And in just a little bit, we'll be doing AfterBuzz anime reviews. We're talking Full Metal Alchemist. We're finishing off part four. Oh my goodness, it's epic battles. Stay one tuned. Part to go. This one's involved, this one's involved, yeah. and we have some other people too. I'm in the booth, yeah. <laughs> You're still there. Yeah, I'm still there, in spirit. Um, yes. Hello, everybody. My name is, uh, goodbye, everybody. My name is Anthony Becerra. You can find me everywhere at Tony B. Tony underscore, as well as please check out our Twitter page on, uh, on Twitter. <laughs> and that's again at Horror News PTN. Next week. We got more news and, and horror stuff coming at Yee! you, so stick around. Why wouldn't you go? Why would you go away? Don't leave us. Bye. Bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.